money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Chance to sit down with Lincoln Police Chief Teresa Ewens here on Lincoln Live. Chief, thank you very much for coming in. Thanks for having me. Let's start with a, a subject out of Port Arthur, Texas. Uh, it's a specific subject, and we'll step back and broaden it and get your opinion on it. An armed customer intervened during an attempted robbery at a chicken place, a fast food place, killed a gunman, sent another one to the hospital. And I'm very curious to know that with police departments stretched thin, including Lincoln Police, uh, does an armed citizenry, in your opinion, help or hinder law enforcement? Well, there's negative, positives and negatives to it, right? So there's been many cases where uh, in uh, some incidents at a church where they had an individual that was armed that stopped a, a mass shooting. Um, in this case, this individual made the decision to stop what was occurring. Now. You know, it's the responsibility of anyone that carries a gun to have the training and the knowledge on how to use a gun. You know, we can't just say everybody arm yourselves because people don't have the mindset nor the, the training in order to do that. And so it becomes very dangerous for other people around them. I mean, I don't want to see a situation where somebody intervenes and didn't need to. They intervene, people don't call the police. Uh, de-escalation is a huge part of law enforcement now. And so if we can come in and, and de-escalate a situation, even somebody that's armed, then that's what we're going to do. So people overall don't have that training. And so we need to really um, think about that seriously. I understand people's rights. You know, it's it's a very serious subject throughout the nation. But, I mean, overall, I mean, it was great that this situation worked mm -hmm. out. But let's just say he he shot and there was an innocent person behind them. I mean, there's specific training that officers do, so they take that in consideration. If it's if the place is crowded, you're not gonna shoot. You know, those types of things are considerations. And so we really have to look at whether or not it's it's good for Lincoln. I think Lincoln and the residents need to make that, that decision for themselves. Right here in this building, we're going through sensitivity training active shooter training uh, uh, courses, yes. uh, harassment courses, those sorts of things, and then we take tests. And um, it, it's so it's top of mind to me right now if I was in a building, this building, mm -hmm. and we had an active shooter. It's caused me to consider exit points. It's caused me to think of hiding places. It's caused me to think of, yeah. uh, at, at a last resort, engagement with an active shooter, what do I pick up or what do I try to do to save myself and, and my coworkers? And then I carry that out a little bit further. My son and I are having a, a lunch at a fast food place here in Lincoln and my son uh, is a concealed carry. Didn't have it with him, but he is. And I, we, we talked about what if there was a robbery right now, what would you do? And obviously he didn't have his gun with him, but we, we talked a scenario out and that really was enlightening to me to, for someone who had gone through the training, who was mm -hmm. strong enough in themselves to be able to carry a gun, conceal it legally. And uh, it's just, it's something that people should just think about uh, because it's happening far too much. Um, active shooters and 
uh, people robbing uh, during the daylight. So here's the question for your son and, and listeners is, okay, so it's a robbery. Uh, does that mean that they're going to harm somebody? Not necessarily. So you have to look at the totality of the circumstances to make a decision of whether or not you're going to pull your gun. Because when you pull your gun, are you going to escalate the situation? Are you then going to force that individual that is the suspect into a confrontation where it wouldn't have been? So even law enforcement needs to make a decision if there's a robbery. Do you allow them to go outside to not, so they don't harm anybody inside if they do pull a gun or they do have a gun? You know, a lot of times uh, suspects won't do that. So when law enforcement shows up, a lot of times people give, they put the gun down, mm-hmm. um, they don't want to engage in a, in a gun battle. So, you know, weighing that is extremely important, and I think that that's what every mm-hmm. individual needs to understand is that if you're sitting there in a booth, <clears throat> you don't necessarily stand up, pull your gun out, and say, you know, stop. No. Because then that person's going to turn and react. You don't want that person to react. You want that person to get the money because it is, it is money, and we don't want to harm people. Let them walk out. Be a better witness than somebody that's going to be the confrontation and get into a shooting because getting into a shooting is so difficult for the individual that had to shoot, and it's hard to live with. Police Chief Teresa Ewan's joining me. Uh, one of your priorities, Chief, is ensuring that uh, LPD is transparent and accountable for its actions and to make sure that policies are in line with uh, the community's goals. You've started interviewing leadership and examining policies, examples being reviewing the body cam footage policies to ensure use of force, uses of force are in line with training. What have you found so far in looking at uh, this side of LPD? A lot of de-escalation, which is what we are asking them to do. And so they're not getting into those confrontations. You know, I see a lot of really positive um, things by our officers. And, you know, body-worn cameras are are definitely something that we use for training. Uh, Our members uh, that are in charge of defensive tactics, they review the police reports. They're they're very proactive. And so then it impacts our training and how, how we should approach training. You know, are we weaker in one area? Is somebody not de-escalating at the appropriate time? Because we're examining, we're Monday morning quarterbacking. A person has seconds to decide what they're going to do because you're faced with force that's coming at you. So what level of force or de-escalation can you do? And really that's the question. And so it's, it's seconds in deciding, and then we have to look at it and say, hey, so if that person needs additional training, we'll get them additional training. And that's what, you know, some of the some of the conversations have been about, but also about how do we use body-worn cameras as a positive in order to show um, that our officers are doing the work that we're asking them to do. Because the public needs to know that, too. I mean, it's not just about, um, you know, I got you. It, it's, it is about, hey, these are our officers, and this is what they're, they're being trained at doing. And look, this is, this is an example of, th- of that. Take me into your world and help me understand de-escalation. You're asking okay. an officer mm-hmm. to slow things down when their heart is beating, their adrenaline's running, everybody yep. in that proximity, the suspect, witnesses, the police officers, everybody's heart is racing right. and everybody is moving at a thousand miles an hour. Mm-hmm. How do you teach de-escalation? It's practice. It's, pa- it's practice and, and talking talking about it as as well as hiring the right people so I always come back to athletes athletes 
know how to calm themselves. They have to go into the game. And learning how to calm yourself and breathe through it is essential. Because yes, you're, you're going to a person with a gun call. Let's use that as an example. You are like high, high, high. Your heart is beating. You're driving. You're trying to get there. And it's very difficult to bring yourself down. But when you get there, you have to like bring yourself down in order to actually have that conversation with somebody if you're going to de-escalate. Obviously, it depends on what that person's actions are. That dictates what you're going to do as a police officer. You know, in I came into law enforcement in 1995. Uh, if we had a stolen car, which is very exciting because you have to drive fast and um, who doesn't want to do that? And um, if that person pulled over, everyone would rush the car and pull that person out. Now law enforcement is you, you wait and you talk that person out. You have them get out of the car. You don't go and rush in because you don't know what's going to be there. It's dangerous for the officers. It's dangerous for the people in the car. And so that's the, the de-escalation. That's the, the pausing. You know, time and distance is an important term as well. And, you know, we do that now in law enforcement, and they definitely do it here in, in Lincoln. Yeah. Lincoln treating you well? Nice Absolutely. time here Absolutely. so far? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not really sure about the thunderstorm last night. but <laughs> <laughs> It's good to have you in a studio, eye to eye, sort of, kind of, back to normal. And we'll do more of this. Sometimes we'll talk, we'll talk specifics, mm -hmm. uh, matters that come up in the Lincoln Police Department. Other times we'll talk about generalities. I'm fascinated yeah. with law enforcement. Mm -hmm. uh, couldn't pay me enough to do what you do. The next time I'll be in your crowd will be for the uh, dedication of the law enforcement memorial oh, great. in yes. front of the uh, Hall of Justice yes. coming up later on this month. Mm -hmm. So uh, I might see you there. Absolutely. All right. right. Lincoln Police Chief Teresa Ewens joining me on Lincoln Live. You can go to our podcast tab, kfornow.com, and hear this conversation in its entirety from Lincoln Live.